0: Christmas has begun. You can officially get that Christmas tree out, get your lights on, and play some music, in my opinion. Right after Thanksgiving, it's okay with me. These Halloween people need to check themselves, but that's for another podcast. What's up, Clay?
1: Let's get it. Yeah, lots of uh, Mar- Mariah Carey flowing through the, the house. Um, I don't know. What's the best Christmas song, do you think? That one. Is it? Begins and ends it's Not that one. close? Okay. Yeah. I guess it's up for debate, but uh, I'm excited to be here, Chase. I can't believe it's December. We've got football coming down the home stretch, and it's an exciting time. We've got a lot to get to.
0: We do indeed. We've got peaks and valleys. We're going to have a little prayers up. Uh, we'll talk about the Jazz, and then we'll get into football. We'll uh, wrap up the BYU season. Uh, we will talk Utah in the college football playoff. That's depressing to even just mention, mm-hmm. but here we go. But we go. will. We will. Uh, wrap up, a little, put a little bow on Survivor League. Yes, we had a conclusion that and we'll get just to. come to the end. Mm-hmm. And then we'll talk Daily Fantasy. You've got some more picks for us and your bangers. And then in a little OVND, some more fun stats. To Should end the be show. a fun one, yeah. 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 Let's get right to it. So let's start with our peaks and valleys. Uh, remember, if it's your first time listening to the show, peak is a high point of the week, valley is a low point. We always like to start low and then... Go ahead and climb the mountain to the peak. Um, If you don't mind, I'll I'll go ahead and start a soft. Sure. We're gonna talk about it, but often often in in the fall you have these these fun weekends in sports where you have your college team that wins, you have your fantasy teams that win, your pro team wins, and then sometimes you have a weekend of yikes. And I had every basically every team I follow lost. Mm hmm. Utah Jazz got absolutely destroyed by the Raptors. Lost my fantasy game. Missed the playoffs. It's bad. The Niners lost in a very close, fun battle with the Ravens. Fun game, but they lost. BYU, um, to put it lightly, shit the bed. Mm-hmm. We'll get to that. But just kind of, it's just one of those, sun- that, that Sunday afternoon, it was, I mean, I really kind of had the Sunday scaries going on because just didn't feel good wasn't nice had nothing to ride high on were you able to like just kind of think about well at least I have my health
1: or something like that like was there any positives you could take out of it or were you just down I've in the
0: dumps I have a chest cold so oh. I'm I had to buy the Sudafed fed behind the counter okay so thanks yeah <laughs> I had to show your ID for that one huh? yeah yeah I'm, right. I'm on a list for the next 30 days so
1: all right well let me uh, let me hit you with my valley chase um, went up to Montana this weekend For Thanksgiving with Jessica's family, went to a little place called Anaconda, Montana.
0: Yeah, your Anaconda don't.
1: Mm-hmm. Owen Wilson. Mm Mm-hmm. John Voight. Love that movie when I was classic. So when you're in Montana or Idaho or on your way up to these states, you always stop at the gas station. You got to get scratchers. Absolutely, it's a must. Jessica's not walking into a gas station that has a state lottery without buying scratchers. So we got $31 scratchers. That was our first mistake. Those $1 scratchers, not your best bang for your buck. We should have gone with some threes, some fives. We turned $30 worth of scratchers into $3 cash back.
0: Mm, that's so what we call a negative ROI. I would like to,
1: you know, I'm, I am I guess I could say I bought some pencils for the local school up there or wherever that lottery <laughs> money goes to, but $30 into three, not a great ROI.
0: No no not great um you got to get those you got to get those three and five dollar ones where it takes you a while with a little crossword action yes because even if you lose you're getting your money's worth right yeah it takes you a little while and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm the person that always halfway through the crossword I just end up scratching off the barcode and scanning it and seeing if I won because it takes too long but at least it takes me five minutes not ten seconds not a
1: lot of people know that you can go right to the code scratch it and it'll tell you what dollar amount
0: the ticket is worth so you don't have to play the game so today you learned mm-hmm well, scratchers are fun. Not winning on scratchers, not that fun. But yeah, yeah, still fun. Oh, let's get to peaks. Okay, for Do me, is that okay? Yeah, please, I'm going to okay. go. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> and it is for me, your podcast. I yeah. Guess, so thanks for being on it every week. Uh, for me, it was just kind of a chill Thanksgiving. We had plans to drive down south on Thanksgiving Day. My in-laws uh, go to Mesquite usually weekend of Thanksgiving. It's warm down there. It's nice. It's kind of nice to go down. We, we do it like on Friday or Saturday. There's usually fun football games to watch, everything, you know. So we went to Thanksgiving with, with our family on Thursday. But as the whole state knows, massive snowstorm hit Utah. And I kept reading all these stories about like the Beaver Mountain Pass and the Cedar Mountain Pass were a nightmare. Yeah. And I just, when you have two young kids... I mean, I have a sick 4Runner, you know, 2014, don't at me. And it probably would have been fine. I just don't want to drive in that. Yeah. I'm to the point in my life where I'm like, nah, I'm good. And uh, I think a couple of semis had blown over in Cedar. and Oh, it was bad out there. It was just awful. And so we just stayed home. And it was kind of nice to just not really do anything. What sucks about Mesquite, too, is it wasn't warm there. It was like 40 degrees, rainy, windy. So it wasn't like we missed out on 70 and sun, you know. Um... But it was just kind of nice to... We got our tree up. We got um, the decorations out. We cleaned the house. It was kind of a nice, chill weekend. And then all my teams lost, so...
1: Yeah, well, it's it sucks traveling sometimes, so stay home, you know? Take it yeah. easy. Yeah. Let me hit you with my peak. It's getting cold. We've been talking about it. You know, here it comes. We have a wood-burning fireplace in our front room, and we love that thing. Yeah. Uh, I... I haven't stocked up on firewood yet so i'm going to Harmon's and buying a box like seven dollars a box like every other day Uh so that's not my peak but just you know having the wood fire place in the front room mm-hmm. heating the whole house we even bring the tv up from downstairs we put it in that room lay by the fireplace watch tv watch football it's nice
0: peak of the week yeah that's all i just- need you need some chestnuts roasting on the open fire because mm-hmm. you can do it. I can't do that. I have an electrical or gas. I don't even know what it is. I don't turn it on ever, so whatever. Yeah. Just a decoration at this point. It's probably super dangerous, but... Yeah. Cool. Well, let's do prayers up, dude. Why don't you start us off with your prayers up?
1: All right. Prayers up to all the guys out there and gals that are currently dating someone. Um, pretty rough time of year to be dating someone, especially... If you're dating that person for, I would say, in the state of Utah, over three months. Everywhere else, I would say over 12 months. Because guess what? They think they're getting an engagement ring on Christmas. Yep. Lots of pressure. Lots of expectations. You can only give someone so many puppies before you know it wears off and you got to get that ring. So a lot of pressure on the dating scene. Also, if you're in a relationship that you're thinking about, hey, maybe I should be... Winding it down or bouncing out of here, it's it's now go time, right? You can't break it off too close to Christmas because then you're a huge jerk, right? Uh, but you also don't want to buy a nice present for someone that it's not going to be working in January, you know?
0: Yeah. So you're not going to drop AirPods on somebody that there's no uh, there's no Valentine's Day in sight. No. But as they say, it's cuffing season, so people are getting cuffed up. Uh, prayers up to them. Prayers up. Drop an F in the chat for everybody that's dating. (laughs) Uh, My prayers up also goes back to kind of the yikes. I mean, I'm in a dark place, Clay, and that's the Jazz bench. They're currently the worst in the league. Um, I hate everything about them, and we're going to get to the Jazz, but prayers up for if you do not start for the Jazz, you're a bad player. You're
1: bad. And it just makes it worse because we know uh, favor's left, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like that's the biggest hole on the bench now, and uh, it's bad. It's bad out here for us. It's bad out here for the for the bench players. What do you think the starters think? They build these leads and then just watch it dwindle. Yeah. Yuck. And if
0: they don't have a lead, it's going to get bigger, the, the deficit. So, pour one out for our homies, Favors and Neto. Love you guys. Come back. Love to have you. Mm-hmm.
1: Let me hit you with my prayers up, Chase. Prayers up to the Chargers coaching staff. Did you guys watch the end of this Broncos chargers game chase it was nutso we had the big pass interference call at the end of the game on Cortland sutton Uh, nine seconds left i'm gonna give this is a free tip to everybody listening if there's any nfl coaches listening you might want to perk up nine seconds left in the game chargers had the ball on their own 28 yard line you know what the broncos should have done right the second they snapped that ball every defensive back should have held every broncos receiver defensive holding five five yards yards, move it up to the 33 well that took four seconds now you only have five seconds left in the game you can do it a second time if you need to or at that point the broncos won't have enough time to get down the field i don't know why these coaches aren't teaching their uh, secondary players to just grab receivers to give up the five yards yards don't mean anything when you're on your own 28 right you can burn the clock you can get to overtime instead I mean that's the only thing they're going to do there is try and draw the the PI and they get it. Kind of a tough call. It was the right call? Are you one of those guys that thinks like if it's a PI in the first quarter it's a PI at the end of the game? In a perfect world, yeah, but it's not. It's not that way. I think I think it should like we want it to be that
0: way, but that's such a tough call right there. It's like the the foul call at the end of a basketball game, right? It's always called differently.
1: You don't want it to be decided that way. So uh prayers up to the chargers coaching staff not only that they're dealing with a senile philip rivers at this point so
0: what comes first uh he receives his first um medicaid check or he retires from football i would say 20th child all right should we talk jazz let's do it all right so the jazz update from the last week not great bob uh, this road trip is really difficult for us. This Eastern road trip we're on, we lose at the Pacers pretty convincingly, convincingly. We beat Memphis on the road. Actually, looked really good in that game. Memphis made a late run. We pulled away. I thought we'd kind of turned a corner, and then we go to Toronto and play possibly the worst game we've played this season. Well, actually, definitely the worst game we played this season. At one point, we were down over forty points.
1: Embarrassing, and the defense has disappeared. I, I don't know what's going on. It, it, I kind of want to make like a little bit of an excuse for them. I feel like going to Toronto's weird. Like even though you're a professional athlete, like you have to take your passport and stuff, and it's, it's colder than you think it's gonna be, and like it just sucked to play at Toronto. A bunch but, of people speaking French. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I'm not gonna be mad at that one. But Chase, going back to the first game on the road trip, coulda, woulda, shoulda. We needed that Bucks win. Yeah, that would have really set the tone. If you go two and three on this road trip, not bad. But at this point, it's looking like one and four because we are currently down twenty points to the Sixers on the road. I don't know what is going on. It feels like this happens once a year where we get blown out. And I remember uh, last year, it's kind of it's like, are the guys turning on Quinn? Are they like tuning him out? Or what's happening in the locker room? Mm-hmm. It starts to really worry you. Um, I I don't know. I I think we're in trouble a little bit. Uh Joe Ingles isn't the same guy. Donnie's struggling at the end of games. Defense nowhere to be found.
0: Yeah. We we talked last episode about how Rudy is really the anchor of this team and he's the most important player we have. We've 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 seen that if he is not on the floor, teams are gashing us. Um that second unit that comes in, like I said, currently rated worst in in the league. Um, just listening on the way way down here tonight, we're down six. Second unit comes in for the end of the first and second quarter. They go on a seventeen to four run, and that's just like clockwork. Every game, the beginning of the second quarter is a nightmare for the Jazz. And so, I'm interested to see if they make a move. I think I think it's warranted. There's got to be discussions being had behind closed doors. They've got to be thinking about possibly mixing something up. We knew this team, I don't know what the answer is but yeah they got, got to be discussed we knew it. they
1: were gonna have trouble chase we knew they needed time to gel but uh okay like the Conley stuff it's time you know we need him he's been playing he's been shooting a little better I don't know if he's necessarily playing better uh, still looks a little lost on defense but I just think that Jeff Green looks like he's already disengaged we've talked about him I'm really worried about the bench scoring. Joe Ingles shooting thirty percent from the three point line. He's not giving us anything anywhere else. We really need his shooting.
0: Man, I'm I'm worried. We're a quarter of the way through the season. Like it's go time. Right, I agree. Um, seems like if Bogey and or and or Donovan don't have a big night and score at least over twenty five, then we're just done for. So that's pretty bad to rely on somebody to put up thirty every night. Let's move on. Let's get even worse. Let's go further down this rabbit hole. I can't wait. Let's talk BYU football, Clay. Oh, jeez. Yeah, it's fun.
1: It's really fun out here. Uh, we go to San Diego State, three-point favorites. Originally, when that line popped, San Diego State announces they're going to start a freshman quarterback, moves all the way to six. We go on the road, and it's like we never left Provo because there was absolutely no scoring, and that was a sex joke. <laughs> um so I, thank you. I, I don't know Grimes is is really really bad. Uh it's it starts and ends with him. Chase Zach Wilson struggled in this game. And I don't know if he's not 100% healthy why are we rolling him out there? I I'm a little confused by that situation. It's so hard to read between the lines with injuries in college cuz they don't have to post anything. Like everything you hear is kind of hearsay, but he doesn't look like himself and uh for that we scored three points
0: yeah there there were a multitude of issues with this game um i think one thing scheme wise it was frustrating to see was defensively we just did that same old bs of rushing three um if there's one thing you want to do against a freshman quarterback that's never taken a snap is put pressure on him make him make decisions quick make him make mistakes um I'm not exaggerating. I bet we can, I can count on one hand how many times we rushed that game and it actually turned out well. Uh, we, we watched the game together, in my yes. place, and I, I think of a third and five or six where they brought uh, Dion off the corner, corner blitz. He gets a sack. And I remember saying to you, like, look, wow, look what happens when you bring just a little bit of pressure. Not a fifth or sixth guy, but just a fourth guy. Um, on the other On the other side, I saw a stat somewhere that San Diego State rushed on 85% of the plays. So they were making Zach Wilson make decisions, who's a seasoned quarterback, and we've crowned him already as the next Steve Young. And he was terrible. He was awful. And in the midst of all that, the play calling was so bad. Um, I actually think just barely Jeff Crimes ran another jet sweep for mm-hmm. one and a half yards total, you know, on like second and nine. So with like our seventh fastest receiver. Yeah, he he resorts to the jet sweep. He resorted to two trick plays. That one of them we had a turnover on a flea flicker. One of them was completely broken. Um, because anytime he passes the forty, he has to run a trick play. He like or does, in the red zone. Yeah. Yeah, he just it's insane. It and it's not a trick play when you do it every game. Like I'm sorry to say it to be that guy, but teams know it's coming now. I'm gonna be interested to see what happens. Uh, with him
1: in the offseason. Does Kalani make him turn in the stash and the playbook? And does he move on? Because he's the biggest thing holding us back. Tuiaki also hasn't been great. A lot of people say, look at the defensive scoring, Chase. They, They put up 13 points. Look how good our defense played. You have to evaluate everybody, every position at all times. I would say that we only gave up 13 points in spite of our defensive play calling i would say we we stopped them based on talent alone because of what you already said just the no rushing on third and long is brutal especially when your offense is struggling to score points you need to create turnovers on the defensive side of the ball and give your offense short
0: short fields and we just didn't do that i agree i i i also do agree with the people saying like the results of this game look we we only gave up 13 points um like you said though it all in all, it was just a frustrating game to watch because the scheme wasn't there um, defensively. And then offensively, he uh, Grimes just killed us. What, what even sucks more is after the game and Kalani's post-game interviews, he like almost blamed it on the defense, saying that the defense didn't create enough turnovers, like you mentioned. That's fine, but dude, your offense put up three points. Like Even with no turnovers created, I don't think it's that insane to try and get around 21 points a game 17 to 21 when you would you agree no uh okay
1: watch cool. no I, I do agree oh. auburn and <laughs> auburn and bama scored 100 points between them and they're going against defenses that have 10 guys that are going to play on sunday right like you can score points now every rule is yeah is helping you score points when you put up three in college football it's embarrassing graham should be ashamed of himself jace yeah
0: and and I just, I just am completely frustrated with this team. It, it's so funny that everyone was was excited about Tom Homo and his extend Kalani shirt, and and now we're seriously looking at seven seven and six right in the face. Mm-hmm. Um, I, we're gonna play an opponent. They're projecting us to play Hawaii in Hawaii. That wouldn't be very fun because guess what Hawaii does? Scores a ton of points. Guess what we can't do? Score a bunch of points. I'm nervous for it. The fans are pissed. The fans all think Baylor Romney should have started. I think that's a joke, as far as they think he's better than Zach. I do agree with the angle of maybe Zach's injured, and if that's the case, then he shouldn't be playing. But we don't talk about injuries in college football, which is another another problem. All in all, uh, this team's extremely frustrating. The staff's frustrating, and I'm with you. It's Black Monday. Co- coaches are getting fired everywhere. Chris Peterson steps down at Washington. Big surprise. Nothing out a Provo. How hard would it be to get him baptized? <laughs> I is actually he... tweeted
1: at the LDS church and asked him to send two missionaries over to his house. Does he have any interest in, you know, stepping into the covenant? Is that the, is that the right
0: phrase? <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay. If you want it to be, we can use that. Okay. Works for me, you know. Um, also, just... One of my favorite things after BYU losses is to read Greg Rubel's tweets, what he comes up with. Let me hit you with a couple of bangers real quick, if you don't mind.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm sure they're very critical of the team. Yeah. BYU's 78-yard rushing performance at San Diego State University snapped a string of seven straight games with 100-plus rushing yards. Satake era at BYU has still yet to win a game 0-15 when failing to rush for at least 100 yards. BYU has lost 16 consecutive games with fewer than 100 rushing yards. Hmm. Thank you. Okay. Wilson, 2018, Zach Wilson. Pass efficiency rating, 157. Yards per attempt, 8.7. Completion percentage, 66%. TD to interception ratio, 4 to 1. Wilson, 2019. Pass efficiency rating, 134. Yards per attempt, 7.6. Completion percentage, 63% td in interception ratio one to six to one doesn't make any sense Mm -hmm. Greg numbers could be viewed as a reflection of the fact that Zach has spent most of the last 11 months rehabbing after injuries and surgeries Mm -hmm. so Greg's basically saying we can't run and our quarterback is hurt so that's why we suck
1: okay well then that goes back to why are we playing him because he's costing us games like if We scored three points, so if those are going to be a stats and we can't win games, Chase, I'm so mad about this. I don't even want to talk about it.
0: You want to move on? Yeah. Okay, let's move on. Let's talk about Utah football. Oh, better. Yeah, even better. Even just – I had a lot of pie on Thanksgiving, and I'm just having another piece of humble pie right now. Utah hosts senior night. Big rumble in the Rockies, big rivalry game against Colorado. Utah was a 28-point favorite. We talked about, end up covering that line, uh, winning by 30, 45 to 15, at home. Kind of a rough start for the game, but they they got it together and rolled, like everyone expected. Um, now they're looking at facing Oregon this next weekend at Levi Stadium in Santa Clara for the Pac-12 Championship. Yes, um, six and a half point
1: favorites for the Utes. I thought it would be a little bit higher than that after Oregon stumbled down the stretch. But um, I'm really looking forward to this game, Chase. Do you think Utah is going to have enough to get by? Do they get into the playoff if they beat Oregon, or what do you think that conversation looks like?
0: It's really tough. Um, Alabama, obviously losing the Iron Bowl, they're out, right? They're not taking a two loss Alabama team. Um, I think the biggest question is going to be answered probably between Georgia and LSU. Here's what I think. LSU
1: wins by 50 this last week against AM. and m mm-hmm. I think what this, the committee is going to do, because I do think there is a little bit of SEC bias. I'm not lying. Absolutely. But they're going to jump LSU to one here. They'll have them leapfrog Ohio State. LSU sits in the one spot. That way, if they lose to Georgia, they can still get both of them in. I don't think LSU, as a one-loss LSU team from the toughest conference, goes uh, drops out of the top five chase. Even with one loss to Georgia, Georgia has to get in because they won the toughest conference. And then you're looking at Ohio State, Clemson. That leaves Oklahoma and Utah on the outside. Mm-hmm. If Georgia wins, obviously, or if LSU wins, then that that I think that drops Georgia out and then you're going to have the Oklahoma versus Utah debate.
0: Right, and, and and I don't know, who do you think wins that? Does it depend on the Big 12 championship? I think Oklahoma uh, has a way better resume. I
1: mean, Oklahoma's beat an, an Oklahoma State team that was ranked. They're going to beat Baylor twice at that point that was ranked, both times in the top 10. Utah doesn't have one win over a ranked team. Their only loss is to an 8-4 and four USC team. I, unless I'm missing something, I think Oklahoma has the way better resume. Mm-hmm. Who's the better team? I'm not sure, but that's the, that's the thing we always talk about every year. What are all the variables? Who has the better resume? Who, who's the better team? Uh, I would say Oklahoma's going to have the better resume.
0: Yeah, and I hate to even say this, but if it comes down to Oklahoma or Utah getting in, I just have this weird feeling that the the media part would love to push the Jalen Hurts transfer from Alabama. Alabama doesn't make it. He leads them back to the playoff. Blah 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 blah. Stupid, but I think it's a real thing. Like you said, though, who is the better team? Utah's pretty good. That well, not pretty good. They're really good, and They're it would be a shame. It'd be a shame if they didn't make it. Um, I've said it for the last four or five weeks. They just got to do what they can. They got to beat Oregon if they can. If they can pound Oregon, great. They just got to win the game. Get a W and then hope for the best. I know that sounds stupid, but...
1: I think, I think, I will say this. There's so many things that that matter, but if they pound Oregon, then it's interesting. If they win 35-10, then I think the committee gets even more interested in Utah. But I think Oklahoma right now has the direct line. Uh, It's going to be crazy. Ohio State is favored to win the national title right now, Chase. They're plus 170. Clemson and LSU, both plus 220. So it's going to be fun either way. Uh, we're happy for the Utes. It's good for the state. It's hard to say, but um, it is true. It's an exciting time to be a Ute fan
0: for sure. Absolutely. Uh, I hope they win the game and then not make the playoff. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, all right, let's talk uh, Survivor League. We, we had a conclusion. It's over. We have a clear and cut winner give me the breakdown we had three guys going in
1: three entries left going into week 13 for the survivor pool interesting picks this week actually some really good teams left in the survivor pool as far as options to go with we had austin wittenberg went with the panthers at home against the redskins Uh, 11 point favorites at home good spot you would think well dwayne haskins had other ideas he goes into Carolina and beats the Panthers, knocks Austin Wittenberg out. Second pick, B-House 76, takes the Eagles on the road in Miami. Everyone's been fading the Dolphins all year. Also 11-point favorites on the road. Must win for the Eagles. Fitz Magic shows up. He's throwing bombs. They're running fake field goals. Their kicker's throwing touchdown passes. Their holder's catching them. They looked like they had 15 players on the field on that snap. Yeah,
0: they ran the annexation of
1: Puerto Rico. It was fantastic, and they get the big upset. So two players knocked out in the morning games. Third player, Go Bears 54, has the Chiefs at home against the Raiders. It's a good spot to be in when you have your pick on the baddest man on the planet. Uh, No hate to Lamar Jackson, but Patty Mahomes against that Raiders secondary No sweat for GoBears54. He takes it down. $1,200 to GoBears54. Congrats. (laughs) How many times can you say the username?
0: (laughs) Well, Who is that? Who does that belong to?
1: That was me. Oh, wow. Congrats. Great. And it feels good. It's really hard to navigate your way through these survivor pools. So uh, good job by me. GoBears54 takes it down. I'm very proud. I didn't really have anything prepared, but um, I'd like to thank... Ryan Fitzpatrick, um, Dwayne Haskins, and just really all my supporters out there.
0: So, <laughs> Talk your shit, man. It's a big win. Good for you. So week, what was that, week 13? Yep. 13 weeks. That's pretty good for a survivor league. Kind of an interesting season. Um, when, when you have these really bad teams, like the Redskins and Dolphins, people just get obsessed with fading them, and it always ends up biting you in the butt. Uh, been there, done that. And then I actually, what's funny is, I actually lost my picks on the Saints twice, believe it or not. So we'll we'll have it ready for next year. Let's let's pump that up to 15, 16, 1700. It's super fun. Ten bucks a team, maximum of two two per person, and uh, we'll obviously bring it back next year. But hashtag this year, make it over. bigger. Yep. Yeah.
1: Let's jump to the Salt City Sports Podcast DFS League Chase on DraftKings. Nice little week here. Um, shout out to the winner, McLovins. Mm, classic. Great username. First place finish with one seventy-nine eighty. We'll break down his lineup here real quick. Uh awesome job here. He jammed Lamar Jackson Yeah, I hate at this home against the Niners. Twenty-six fantasy points on DK, only ten percent ownership. Uh a little scary going against the Niners defense chase, but with Lamar he has so much rushing equity. Um and he only costs seven thousand. This week, CMC McCaffrey, the most expensive running back on the slate. He's been the most expensive running back all year long. Worst game of the year, fantasy-wise for McCaffrey. Still put up 17 fantasy points. He's, He's a machine. He his ceiling is so, or excuse me, his floor is so high. Uh, you you know you really can't fade him. Miles Sanders on the road in Miami. No Jordan Howard. He gets ruled out. Played 60 offensive snaps in the last three games. So they're going with Miles Sanders down the stretch. He's finally earned that job. Puts up 21 points on DraftKings. He had a nice little Devontae Adams Sterling Shepard game stack. Wasn't scared of the snow. He played two awesome receivers there. They both scored touchdowns. Alshon Jeffrey against Miami. Number one receivers against the Dolphins have just been smash spots all year long. My favorite play, Chase. Gerald Everett gets ruled out. He jams in Tyler Higby, the tight end for the Rams. They're going to play the Cardinals indoors in a dome. Cardinals, number one, most points given up against the tight end position all year long. And he only cost $2,500 this week. So, really nice lineup from McLovins, 179.80. Second place, Geronimo, 168.80. Third place, I crush you, one sixty thirty. Good for them. How I, about how about our lineups, Chase?
0: Yeah, well, I didn't know you were going to bring them up, but here we are. Um, we went
1: nineteenth and twentieth this week.
0: You know what tight end I played? Uh, Vance McDonald. Yeah, I did. He's Dusty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He former niner. Thought thought he would uh, sneak in some some grabs there. Think he I think he was pretty close to a donut if I'm not mistaken.
1: So I think he had two points. Uh I went with the Foles Chark stack. Uh, Nick Foles got benched in this game. Yeah. Put up one fantasy point. It's not so. good when
0: your starter gets benched and he doesn't even play the second half. Just Been brutal.
1: There. Yeah. But it was fun. We'll send it ag- we'll send it out again this week. Uh watch that for that on the Twitter and uh let's keep it rolling.
0: Let's do it. All right. I'm ready to get some picks. Let's get to your banger picks. Run me through the recap. A lot of football stretched over four days. Right. Run me through what uh, what we what we had. I was hoping most people had forgotten about this
1: pick. We had the Cowboys at home on Thanksgiving. They just get blasted by the Bills. Uh, we had Cowboys minus six and a half. That's a clanger. 0 Yeah, I think I even said that no one beats the Cowboys on Thanksgiving. That was me. Hand up in the air. My mistake. Josh Allen doesn't care. No. He goes into Dallas and, and wallops the, the boys Jets-Bengals over 41, uh, just a bad spot. The sec- I knew it was dead the second I watched C.J. Uzoma drop a touchdown. Bengals were in the red zone five times. They scored 23 points, I think. Uh, Jets didn't show up at all. I had this thought, Chase. We all know that Larry Fitzgerald probably has the biggest helmet in the league. I would say that Sam Darnold has the biggest head, like not in a helmet. Like if everyone took off their helmets... And we just looked at everybody's head. I think Sam Darnold's is the biggest. Really? Yeah. He, I'm talking about size 8 New Era cap. Yeah. Like just a giant noggin. Yeah. So, um, and it didn't help him. They scored six points. Again, that terrible Bengals defense. Niners at Baltimore. This was the game we dreamed it, it would be. Really nice battle. Came down to the fourth quarter. It really could have gone either way. Baltimore wins by three, but the Niners get the cash. So we go one and two with the Niners on the week. Should I get to this week? Yeah, let's bounce back. Give me some new picks. Uh, Make me some money, Clay. I'm ready. I'm going to grab this Pittsburgh Steelers traveling to the Arizona Cardinals. It's under a field goal right now on the road for the Steelers, minus two and a half. Look, the Cardinals have the 26th ranked offensive line as far as pass protection in the league. That's not good when you're going against the Steelers' pass rush. Kyler should be running for his life all day. He's had a hammy issue, um, and he didn't look right. I, the word on the street is that they almost kept him out of last week's game. Mm-hmm. Those hamstrings, you know, they hang around. Oh, yeah. So They linger. I don't know if he's going to be able to run as much as he wants to. Pitt's offense should really be able to move the ball against this Arizona defense. They get Pouncy back from suspension. The one, you know, the guy that was throwing haymakers in Cleveland a couple weeks ago. Yep. And then uh, Connor should be back. He was practicing last week. It was limited, but he should be back. I like Pitt minus two and a half.
0: Yeah, I think that's a great pick. Also, it seems like they've found a little bit of a, a groove with, with Devlin Duck Hodges back there. Um, they put a hurtin' on, on the Browns, and uh, Everything is slated against the Cardinals. The Cardinals actually looked like the Cardinals of last year, possibly giving up. I mean, they've they've officially been eliminated from playoff contention. Um, wouldn't surprise me if they uh, if this game got ugly.
1: A lot of a lot of tape now on on their offense. Right. That's coming out. And the other thing, Chase, that no one's talking about, Tomlin. What a coaching job. He's on his third quarterback. They're sitting at seven and five right now. I mean they were a mess like a month ago. Everyone wanted mm-hmm. to fire him. He's got him to seven and five. Usually at the top of our donk list, but we'll give we'll give credit where it's due. Omar Epps, leather jackets. He's <laughs> he's coming through. So let's move on to the second pick. All right, Ravens. The Lamar Jacksons. They're a fantastic football team. They're traveling to Buffalo. I know Buffalo's coming off the big win in Dallas. But the Ravens are taking the number one rushing offense in the league. Buffalo, you think defense. They have the number 26 rushing defense in the league, Chase. Terrible matchup when you're facing the Ravens. Ravens defense is up to number three in DVOA over the last four weeks. They've really gotten healthy in the secondary. I worry about my guy Josh Allen throwing against this secondary now, Chase. that They got Jimmy Smith back. Bills, after their win against the Cowboys, still 32 out of 32 teams as far as strength of schedule. They haven't played anybody. Right. Uh, they, I'm really worried about them. So I, I like Ravens minus 5.5 on the road in Buffalo. Even if there's rain, like we saw last week, doesn't matter, doesn't when you, matter. with
0: Lamar. Yeah. Uh, if, if the weather's rough, it just helps Lamar because he can cut on a dime. We saw in the rain he embarrassed the best defense in the league in the Niners. Um the Niners defense still kept it close and and I would dare say in air quotes contained him and he still rushed for over hundred yards. Um I, I think it could get once again ugly for the, the Bills here with a terrible rushing defense. We talked about this during the game. Lamar is very good at the at the read option. Which you feel like NFL linebackers and and linemen would be able to have that honed in a little bit. Um a couple of years ago, when you had the Kaepernick, um, RG3, Russell Wilson offenses all running it, mm-hmm. it really only lasted about a year, right? Lamar is a better athlete than all those dudes. And so he's able to run it at a better efficiency. It's unbelievable how good he is at running that fake. Well, and he's so
1: he's a little bit bigger than, than some of these guys. He's 6'3, but then he's so slippery, he doesn't take hits. Right. Even when you think you have him, he avoids hits. He kind of rolls almost like a boxer out of these like tackles. Mm-hmm. He's really fun to watch. I'm looking forward to this game. It should be a good test, but I'm going to take the, the Ravens. Third and final game. Are you ready? Yep. Okay. What a beautiful matchup. We might lose some uh, Boston listeners because I've got some Tom Brady slander. I'm ready. Ready. Hit me with it. completion percentage this year. That's 27th in the league. Tommy Brady. QB rating down to 88. Good for 19th in the league. Third down completion percentage, 51%. That's 33rd in the NFL. Chase, that's behind my guy Mitch Trubisky. That's behind one backup quarterback because there's only 32. He's 33 (laughs) right now in the league. Last night, he's playing the 26th-ranked uh, passing defense in Houston. He had 150 yards and a pick at the end of the three quarters. His numbers ended up looking okay because he got those garbage Touchdowns, stats. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's really struggling. They don't have any speed on the outside. Teams are
0: now doubling Edelman on the inside. He is actually ranked in one category, though. He's first in giving his teenage son an open-mouth kiss. Mm-hmm. The only quarterback that does that, I believe. So. Yeah, you're right. He,
1: I can't count him out yet. Yeah. Cause, uh, Whatever family, that's worth. Family's everything.
0: <laughs> you're right. Ohana, dude. So, <laughs> really is what it comes down to.
1: Did he dye his hair? Did we decide? Do we know if that was. It looked
0: real dark. It looked yesterday. dark. Yeah, it looked. He's. Maybe he's, he's combing just... in that just for men. Giselle said something to him.
1: Yeah. Which only helps my case. He's going to be up in his head. Guess who they're facing this week? There's a new young, hot quarterback in town, and his name's Patrick Mahomes. The Chiefs travel to New England. They're catching three. They're getting three points. I'm going to grab the Chiefs. This is a really good spot for them. They can lock up a... It's really important as far as seating and mm-hmm. home field in the in the playoffs. This is a good time to get them. Uh, look for three and a half. It looks like it might be bouncing back and forth. If you can get the hook with three and a half, I'm all over the Chiefs here. Just to recap, Chiefs plus three three and a half if you can find it Pitt minus two and a half ravens minus five and a
0: half love it let's like some money let's go let's get some lettuce all right let's wrap it up clay with some ovundies here is our fun um random whatever you want to call it segment we call it ovundies for kind of an over under joke but basically clay and i go out on the internet the deepest darkest corners of the web and we look for a random stat yes this week, uh, mine's a little, still has a little theme to it. Um, I'm going to start if you don't mind. Please. What is the average number of calories consumed by Americans on Thanksgiving Day?
1: That's tough. Um, turkey, not that fattening, you know? Um, not a lot of calories the as, yeah. as the main dish. Lean. Um it's the it's the guys that are over there you know the weird uncle that's chugging the gravy boat that gets (laughs) us all in trouble so I'm gonna go ahead and say you know average male calorie intake 2500 calories throughout the day now is this just the meal or is this for the day of Thanksgiving the day of Thanksgiving well I'm gonna say we're getting close to triple but not quite I'm gonna go 6300 calories does this include women (laughs) <laughs> it's everybody. It's average American. Okay, I'm going to say 5,300 calories.
0: Total in the day? Yeah. Okay. It's pretty close. Um, it's a little high. So, the average Thanksgiving plate is 3,000 calories. The um, average, once you add in drinks, desserts, appetizers, and everything else, comes about 4,500 calories for the day. That's a lot. Those are rookie numbers. Well, you here's the get thing. Those numbers up. Here's the thing, though. A lot of people only eat Thanksgiving meal. They don't eat other meals. Yeah, a lot of people like will skip breakfast because you know the big meal's coming. Right. And everyone eats Thanksgiving at like two p.m. Well,
1: that's the other thing. Is it is it's not dinner anymore, right? It's lunch. It's more of a lunch. Oof. I like my Thanksgiving dinner at three though. I don't want to. No, eat I do that too. But I, for
0: some reason you saying lunch just made me like upset. Yeah. Because it's not. But mm-hmm. it is. Here's here's where I get in trouble. Here's when I hit the ten thousand calorie range, and that's. Uh, two plates Thanksgiving, absolutely, and then those turkey sammies around six seven p.m. Get the rolls out. I'm putting cranberry sauce, a couple pieces of turkey. I'll throw a yam on there. I'll a mm. yam sandwich. Why not? I don't care. Deviled egg. Yeah. Sure. Throw anything on there at this point. Every all the rules go out the window. Um, I'm pretty sure I was I was over the uh, that 10k limit. I sure.
1: With drinks, with everything, like I'm close to. I gotta be close to like seven k.
0: Good for you. Yeah. Hit the heart, hit the gym extra hard the next day. I will get in that red zone from orange theory. Burn that right off. I'm going to be in the black zone before we know (laughs) it. (laughs) All right.
1: Hit me with yours. All right. So my friend, my good friend, Aaron Norris, he was having a baby last week, day after Thanksgiving, him and his beautiful girlfriend were going to the hospital to have a baby and they had not decided on a name. Ooh, dangerous territory. They couldn't agree on a name. Oh, even better. So he wanted something, she wanted something else. They couldn't settle it before they actually went to the hospital. Like, that's... It's go time at that point. Yeah, absolutely. That got me thinking about names. Got me thinking about my own name. Got me thinking about our family's name. All of our siblings have the first... The first letter of our names are C's. Mm -hmm. And our last name is Carter. How many people... In the United States, and I'll tell you this, that currently there's 330 million people in the United States, how many people are named Chase Carter?
0: Okay. Well, let me tell you something, Clay. Mm-hmm. In the year 2010, maybe 2011, I decided to add every Chase Carter on Facebook as my friend. <laughs> are you serious? And I can tell you there's about 52 of them. Okay. If I remember right. This is based. This off- made for good. This made for good and bad. I'm still friends with a lot of them. <laughs> this was not a good decision, honestly. So, of the 330 million Chase Carter, there's a there's a big Chase Carter back east somewhere, actually Midwest that runs a big cattle ranch. Know that everybody's Googled their name, you know. Mm. Um, I'm going to go with not a lot of people on Facebook. I'm going to go with 87. Actually. 88, because I was born in 88.
1: Very good guess. Um, so this is based off the last consensus. You know, okay. that's that's where this information comes from. Mm-hmm. It's not perfect data. There are currently 36 people in the U.S. named Chase Carter. Now, that's with an S.
0: Oh, okay. That is Spellings. the exact same okay. way you spell it. Okay. I should have well, clarified. You I apologize. I yep. didn't
1: go through and add up every Chase. I guess there's only two ways to spell it, right? Oh there's a uh, lot like what, how do you spell the chair like a chase chair a-i-s-e
0: what? ch you know like a chase oh oh see yeah <laughs> i wouldn't even think of that i was thinking i know i went to school with a girl that was c-h-y-s-e her name ah, was chase she
1: sounds hot um <laughs> so 36 spelled the exact same way you do okay do you want to know how many clay carters there are yeah with a c not like clay thompson with a c there's actually more Clay Carters than Chase Carters. Doesn't surprise me. That surprises me. I feel like Clay's a less common name than Chase. There are 47 Clay Carters in the U.S. right now. Hmm. Good for you. It was fun. You want uh, you want you win again. How If you want to look up your own name, how Sponsor the it's
0: podcast. It's a fun game. Yeah. It's a fun game. So I love it. Well, let's wrap it up, Clay. That'll do it for this episode. Remember to like, subscribe, tell a friend about the show. Uh, you can follow us on social media at Salt City Podcast on Twitter. I'm at PotatoSack7. You can follow us on Instagram at Salt City Sports Podcast. And you can follow me on Twitter as well at Chase underscore A underscore Saris. We'll look forward to next week. We will know, pretty much, we'll know what's going on with Utah, see if they win. Um, we won't know what's going on with BYU. Nothing will change. They'll probably lose the bowl game. Uh, Debbie Downer over here, mm-hmm. and then we can, we'll have another jazz update for you. So, but as football winds down a little bit, we'll, we'll include jazz and basketball a little bit more. We haven't talked much about college hoops. We'll uh, get to it. BYU and Utah will meet this week. Gilly Childs coming back. I'm sure we'll talk about that as well. So, thanks again for listening, and we'll check you next week.